0: Welcome to The Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of The Blarney podcast. Coming up this week, we look back over London Irish's defeat at the hands
1: of Gloucester. And we look forward to the final game of the season against Wasps this Saturday at the Medesi Stadium and bring you all the latest team news.
0: And we talk to Glenn Delaney to look back over the season as a whole and look forward to the 2015-16 season. Last week, London Irish travelled to King's Home to face Challenge Cup champions Gloucester The Exiles dominated the opening exchanges, spending the first half an hour camped in the Gloucester 22, being held up twice before Alex Lewington crossed for his 11th Premiership try of the season. Discipline was to cost London Irish, however, with Greg Laidlaw kicking 22 points. Andy Short scored on debut in the last play of the game, but in the end it was a 35-13 win for Gloucester. Andrew, a tough result for Irish, especially considering how dominant they were in the opening exchanges.
1: Yes, I think speaking to a number of players... Um, post-game, they said the opening 20 minutes were the most dominant they've been against any opposition this season unfortunately due to sort of lack of composure, inaccuracy they are unable to capitalise on, on their dominance um, and it was actually Greg Laidlaw against a run of play that put Gloucester in the lead 3-0 uh, disappointing um, but it, these are the lessons that London Irish need to learn and these are the mistakes that can't be happening next year if they, if they are to push up the table and you mentioned
0: these mistakes. Discipline is something that's come up quite a few times throughout the season. And again, it seems to have been a bit of an issue this game. How do you go about trying to sort out an issue like that? Yeah,
1: I mean, it has changed recently. Um, I think Glenn's done a, a, a very good job on it since taking over. I, I think Glenn's tried to address it since taking over as head coach. But as we've seen in the last two weeks over in the West Country at Bath and Gloucester, it has reared its head again. Um, and we have struggled and, and referees are being particularly stern with us. Uh, it's something that needs to change. If it's not addressed going forward, then the team won't be able to move forward because, as you rightly mentioned, Greg Ladelore's kicked 22 points. Um, you can't give a, a goal kicker of that magnitude that that opportunity to, to kick goals because he'll punish any team and that, that ultimately costs London Irish.
0: And despite the scoreline, there were quite a few positives to take from the game for Lanarish. First of all, I just want to touch on Richard Palfman again, who had another fantastic
1: game and really almost made mincemeat of the
0: Gloucester scrum. Yeah, very,
1: very dominant again up front. Um, Richard's a a young, up and coming tight head that many of the Premiership opposition will fail to know. There would be no highlights of him because he's sort of had quite limited game time but he's really pushed on and he's really put down a marker for Tom Coventry uh, for next season for when Tom comes in because this young lad has finished the season so strongly and he's essentially got the number three jersey so as much as there will be a lot of competition next year, a lot of options, Richard's putting his best foot forward um, to, to, to be in the frame for selection.
0: And before we move on, just one other thing. Uh, the last two games haven't gone the way I would have hoped for but in both the games, It was Irish who had the last say of the game, scoring in the final plays of the game. Surely that's a massive positive
1: to take when looking at the character of the side. Yeah, I mean, characters are one of our core values. You want the right characters. You want to fight for the jersey. You know, it's a massive honour to wear the London Irish jersey, to wear any club jersey. Um, And when you wear it, you need to to, to play with pride for for 80 minutes. And it's great to see that London Irish haven't given up. Um, In recent years, you know, it, 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 it... it could be said that London Irish have faltered in the last 10 minutes and uh, yeah, very evident this year that uh, they, they keep basting, credit to Rob Palmer, Andre Quinn and the strength and conditioning team because they do a great job with the with the guys and uh, yeah, that's that's one positive. Obviously the result's not what you want but um, yeah, to, to, to sort of be playing for 80 minutes and keep trying to the end is a, is a real positive. So this week, London Irish welcome Wasps to Modeski Stadium, the final game of the 2014-15 Aviva Premiership season. Big game for both sides. London Irish obviously want to finish strongly, Mike, and, and Wasps obviously want to end up with a Champions Cup top six position so big game for them as well Uh, Laney selected his side which we'll run through now the front row is unchanged Tom Court David Pace and Richard Palferman with Dan Leo moving into the second row for the injured captain George Skivington to partner Jeb Sinclair Luke Narraway Blair Cowan and Tom Guest make up the back row Darren Allenson returns from concussion to take his place at scrum half with Chris Noakes outside him at fly half Shane Geraghty captains aside side from inside centre with Alan Griffin outside him. And James Short, Alex Lewington and Andrew Femby make up the back three. On the bench, Jimmy Stevens, Tom Smallbone and Helani Olika. Oli Curry, it's a return for Rafisa Trevoranis from injury. Callum Watson, Eamon Sheridan and Andy Short. And Mike, great to have Darren Allison back at Scrum Half after Tom Orson's injury last week. But at the same time, a bit disappointing as we lose Captain George Givinton.
0: Yes, it's great to see Darren back. London actually again a bit...
1: Thin on the ground in the scrum half
0: department. Um, So it's good to have him back. But as you said, losing George will be a big loss to the team. He sort of glues everything together. um, Provides a sort of stable head on top of everything. Not only that, he's crucial to a lot of the set pieces, especially the line outs. He's an integral cog to that machine, which is something Irish have really, really done well on this season. A lot of their go for a ball comes from that. So it will be a big loss. But the likes of David Pace, Tom Court, Shane Geraghty, who's catching the side... Are more than capable to step up and take over the leadership roles.
1: And finally we'll be seeing one of our new signings for next season uh, Mr Andy Goode who will be playing for Wasps. his final game for Wasp I'm sure he'll want to finish his career with Wasps with a bang as well. Uh, but Andy coming to the to the club next year, it would be great to have a goal kicker with the kicking percentage as good as Andy's. Yeah it'll be
0: brilliant he's, uh, he's obviously the second all time highest point scorer in the Premiership and that's down to his goal kicking for years at Leicester and then moved over to France and now at Wasps he's always been so consistent with the boots it'd be great to have that for London Irish and also a lot of experience to offer to the younger players in the squad so it'd be good to have him around from that side of things but yeah the goal kicking side of it is a massive plus but for this game he's only going to be focused about doing a job for Wasps there won't be any any thoughts about next season just yet maybe after the game he'll reflect on it a bit more but for now I'm sure he'll just be focused on getting the job done for Wasp so Irish are going to have to target him and try and find a way to not let him kick them out of the game And now we welcome London Irish head coach Glenn Delaney Glenn, thank you for joining us on the Blarney podcast once again final game of the season this week uh, we're playing Wasp, what are your objectives and the focus going into this game?
2: Well, we need to start well, and uh, we started well last week, but didn't score the points. So, you know, the reality is we need that accuracy to start well and actually uh, exert the authority on the scoreboard rather than just on the pitch. So, um, that'll be the key objective. Um, there's certainly players that we're going to have to contain from Wasps' side in terms of Hughes and Johnson, Haskell. Um, they're key carriers. Um, the, the reality is Andy Goode pulls the strings, and we'll certainly see him next season. But uh, he'll be he'll be out to try and show uh, London Irish exactly what they're getting. So, we've got to put him under pressure as much as possible. Um, but it's a challenge, you know, there's no two ways about it. They're a very good team, have performed well all season. Uh, and, uh, you know, the objective for us is, uh, as always, we'll go out there and uh, uh, look to get uh, get into the team up front and uh, see what uh, what that will bring us. And the last game of the
0: season is out of the day ski. So, you know, we're looking at a, a big crowd coming out to support the boys in their last in their last match. There a Sense that you want to reward the supporters for everything they've they've done done for the club this season as well.
2: Oh, absolutely! I think we we always go out to play for for the supporters and and, and play for the club, and that's that's paramount. Um, that people you know need to be recognised for that, and I think you know we we have been brilliantly supported home in a way, and, away and, and the, the the regular faces we see at the away games, um, the home games. You know that's what makes makes us a great club. So you know the players are incredibly respectful um, of of the people that come and support us, and um, you know we love it when they get stuck in and. You know, the, the, the support we had um, in the big games this year, you know, the Edinburgh quarter final was, was fantastic. And um, if we can get that, that replicated at the stadium on Saturday, I think uh, it'll be a great environment to play in. Um, we want to reward them with a good performance and a win. That's what we, we, we go out there to do. So um, they deserve it, and I think the boys deserve it as well. We've had some close games this year that maybe haven't gone our way. So um, it would be nice to uh, reward everyone with a, with a good, positive uh, performance that uh, that shows that, that we're, we're a good side and we're proud playing at home. And it is almost the off season now, so a chance to reflect
0: back on the season as a whole. How do you think it's gone this year?
2: I think it's been fairly inconsistent. We started brilliantly. I think the first five games we were we were well on the hunt, sc- scoring points. We'd beaten Leicester away. Um, should have beaten Saracens at home, so that showed that we were able to compete with the very best. Um, the autumn didn't didn't provide us with enough enough points on the board, and you know we had a lot of players away internationally, and um, some injuries that caught us out as well. And you know we didn't perform well enough in that period, and that that kind of got us. Back behind the eight balls, and you know, then we managed to, to pull things together a little bit at Christmas, and then subsequent to that, we've been fairly tight. But the difference is that um, you know, once the table's set after those first sort of seven eight games, it doesn't really change. So, you know, if we look at other teams around us, you know, Sale were a long way behind, and in, in that autumn period, they shot through and uh, three big wins got them got them ahead of the table. So, you know, for us, it was a great start. Um, we've had a a great European campaign where we got to a quarter final and were a hair's breadth away from a semi. Um, that's life and, and sport, but um, lots of lots of good memories. But then obviously games that we felt that we didn't perform as well as we could have.
0: And as you mentioned, there are lots of big performances. Are there any matches in particular that stand out for you? Yeah, there's a few
2: actually. I mean, Leicester away is obviously a fantastic highlight in any season if you can beat Leicester there. I mean, second time we've done it in 100 odd years, so I think the boys who, who performed that day should be very very proud. Um, the beating of Grenoble and Cardiff home and away in Europe was was fantastic. Exeter at home at Christmas time was was a stunning win and a, you know, great for Shane to win it with a Droppy, which um, was utterly fantastic. And um, you know, then we had some some big big performances. Um, Northampton and Leicester second half of the season were big performances against good sides that didn't quite go our way. But um, you know, there have been some some big games. Um, you know, I think that that game against Exeter at home was was a great one to win and uh, against a very good side who are, who are top four form so you know as it stands at the moment we've, we've beaten two of the teams that are in and around that top four uh, in Leicester and, and Exeter so um, you know we've had our opportunities but I think probably the thing that would categorise us is we haven't consistently had that that level of performance and um, you know we, we've, we've had a fairly narrow squad at times as well which is part of rugby but um, you know we would want a bit more consistency.
0: And are there any performers in particular that have stood up for you throughout the season?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Fies has always been uh, at the core of everything. When he's fit, he plays, plays brilliantly. Um, Alex Livington, I think, has had another cracking season and really underlining his, his ability and is certainly being noticed by Stuart Lancaster as, as a potential player to play for England, which is great. Shane's been on the radar for England again, been in training with him. So, you know, Shane and Pacey, the elder statesmen who keep pushing their international cases. Um, you know, the, the, the reality is we're developing some, some good players, and, and Blair Cowan, when he plays for us, he, he's playing consistently well. Tom Guest, I think, has had a very good second half of the season, um, really come on and, and and made that number eight position his own. A uh, couple of younger guys like Tom Fowley and Smalley, who've, uh, and uh, and Polf as well, who've you know, settled into a role at, at starting tight end. And I think the thing for me is George kind of, um, kind of pulls this whole thing together, and when George is on the field, you can see the influence that he has. So we're very lucky to have a, have a good skipper in, uh, in George.
0: And now looking forward, it's looking like a very exciting time for the club, lots of new names joining both and, and off the pitch so must be looking forward to that and your new role as well
2: yeah there's a lot to look forward to I think um, you know there's been significant change and it, 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 it's, it's really with great thanks to the, to the owners that have provided the opportunity for us to, to start genuinely developing as a club again and um, you know without uh, without the guys at the top Mick, Phil and Gleen you know the, the, the challenge would be insurmountable um, so we have a foundation to build from um, there's a lot of positivity there's, there's, there's signings coming in um, there will always be signings in a club, but what we have to look to, to do over the future is to, to maintain some stability and minimise the change. We've had three years where there's been a huge amount of change. You know, a lot of players coming and going, coaching staff coming and going, and now's the time for us to settle things down. So you know, new coaching staff coming in, um, you know, my role, um, the, the way the department will run going forward I think will give us a bit more stability and, and certainly hopefully allow us to
1: realise the potential.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you, Glenn.
1: Thanks for joining us and all the best of the weekend. No problem. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into episode 20 of the Blarney podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes and please leave us a review. Until next time, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast.